everyone, welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast? The podcast that is coming to you on a Wednesday, even though I've been pretty consistently pumping them out on Mondays, right? This week got a little bit wacky, a little bit sticky, a little bit fuzzy, whatever fucking adjective you want it to be. And it's coming on a Wednesday and I apologize for that. But we're here, we're back, we're better than ever, maybe. We might be the same as ever, but we are here, right? And this has been an interesting week in some change, right? Because I felt like in terms of current events, there wasn't a lot. Maybe I just missed it. Like, I feel like I'm at the point where I'm more disconnected with current events than I was like a year ago at this time, right? But one thing I have been doing, right, speaking of like disconnecting, speaking of being alone, one thing I have been doing is watching WandaVision. Now, I am not fully caught up on WandaVision, right? I'm not trying to spoil really anything. I would say the lightest of spoiler warnings here, right? The lightest of spoiler warnings. But WandaVision is, if you don't know, it's about Wanda Maximoff, who is the Scarlet Witch in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who's basically like this reality-warping, mind-controlling, levitate-telekinesis-ing person, like superhero, basically, who's part of the Avengers, right? She's not like the main Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America Avenger, but she is an Avenger, and she has probably like the most frightening powers of an Avenger because she can sort of warp reality and if you can warp reality and alter someone's perspective or like keep them under your control like that is something that if you know you perfect that power it's pretty scary right as a power like in theory right but it's about Wanda Maximoff WandaVision is and sort of her life in this Avengers world, right, at the time, and she's going through a lot of um hardships right now, right, but a lot of what WandaVision is, right, is Wanda controlling the perception of this fake TV show, right, like changing the aspect ratio, changing who's in it, changing what people see, right, controlling people, right, and what I thought, like, I'm, and I'm not even finished with WandaVision, I'm not even caught up, what I thought when I was watching WandaVision, like, a couple episodes in this whole mind control shit, is that, you know who accidentally, like, kind of wrote WandaVision, you know who accidentally, like, predicted WandaVision? The 5G truthers. Do you remember the 5G truthers? You remember the people that thought 5G was giving people coronavirus or that 5G was, you know, draining people's minds, right? A lot of, like, the themes of 5G truthers is in WandaVision, right? And I don't know when WandaVision was written. I don't know how long it's been in development. But if I was a writer in WandaVision and I'm looking for inspiration, right? WandaVision is a super-powered person controlling a TV show. Like, that's a big part of what the show's based on, right? Um, I might 
take a look at some of these 5G truthers. See what they're posting on their social media because some of it was essentially WandaVision fanfic, right? It was essentially like just the, the gist of Wanda's powers in this show or how she's developing them or using them in this show. Of course, Wanda can do things that 5G, even the truthers have to admit that they cannot do. But there, it, there's some some parallels there that I'm seeing. I don't know if everyone else is seeing it, but I was like, oh, this feels a lot like what the 5G truthers thought that 5G was gonna be like. Isn't that a dink? And speaking of 5G truthers, Right, I haven't seen or heard from any of those guys in a while, which means one of two things. One, the 5G truthers found out that it wasn't true, and they just gave up on that whole shit. Or two, this whole 5G thing is true, and they just got popped by it already. Like, they got took out because they were spreading actual truth, and now... We're just here to deal with the reality without the the 5G truth. For the record, I don't think that the latter part is true. But that leaves one of two options. I haven't seen a 5G complaint in almost a year. Can you believe it's been almost a year of quarantine? Time flies when you're doing absolutely nothing. But I haven't seen a 5G truther in a long time. So, yeah, I wonder what those guys are up to. Like... I feel like they figured out that what they thought was the truth was actually just like a meme and they're back to their nine to five jobs or whatever. But you never know. You never know what they're up to. And secondly, right, I want to keep on track here, at least a little bit. Secondly, when I was watching WandaVision, because WandaVision is available on Disney Plus and WandaVision is heavily tied to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like directly tied to the movie, right? Wanda and also Vision, like that's how they get WandaVision, the character Vision. Wanda and Vision are in the movies, like they're actual characters, the same actor, same character is in the movies and now they're in this TV show and Disney Plus is developing other TV shows based off of characters in the MCU like characters that have been in the movies and what I thought about recently is that they already tried to do this right like Marvel Cinematic Universe already tried to do it but they did it with regular TV they did it with shows like Agent Carter Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like Daredevil right I think Luke Cage I'm not the biggest comic book fan so if I make a mistake forgive me but they already tried to do this, but those shows were not connected solidly to the movies. Because while the show, right, like in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's the one that I watch the most, right? And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can reference the movies, right? And I think even like Agent Coulson, who's a character in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is, again, about Marvel-esque characters, but just on TV, right? And I think it's not running anymore but it was running for a good healthy amount of seasons but in that show right they're referencing the movies right pretty consistently but the movies don't reference the show and that one-sidedness 
never made it feel like it was fully connected to the MCU. Like, I never thought that a person that made an appearance solely on a TV show could make the crossover into the movie. I knew that these were related in the Marvel Cinematic Universe when you're discussing it, like, in its entirety. Like, I don't think you can ignore these TV shows that were, like, on Netflix or on, like, the CW or anything like that. But the opportunity to do Disney+, Plus, I think, has opened up a little bit more leeway in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Because they're already developing, I think it's called, like, Falcon and Soldier or something, with other characters from the MCU, right? But having this sort of, like, more in-depth, more two-way street right, from the TV shows to the movies in this Marvel Cinematic Universe and making this something that, right, is just this complex spider web that you can get lost in and that you can theorize about and that you can discuss with your friends, right, that's something that I think is really interesting and it's really a huge effort by, like, everyone involved, like, the actors, producers, writers, all that. But I was thinking, if Disney Plus existed earlier, right, say... Disney Plus existed in like 2015, right? Say that's when it was launched. And all of these shows, right, that were put on like different networks like the CW or like wherever else and Netflix and all of those shows suddenly get put onto Disney Plus, like they're Disney Plus originals, right? I think then because you're not tied to other third party because Marvel is with Disney and you put it on Disney Plus, I think that might be like or that might have benefited these shows and that it would have been more of a two way street. These shows like Asians of Shield that were pretty one sided as in the show exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we reference these Marvel moments and Marvel characters, but the movies don't give that same love back, right? The movies just don't like you like that, right? I was thinking, if Disney Plus ex existed earlier, the MCU could look totally different, right? Because then everyone who's on contract with those shows is fully Disney. They don't have to license out to Netflix or a net, another network or anything like that. They're fully Disney. And I think Disney can use those characters. The writers can have a little bit more freedom to use those characters in whatever way they see fit to keep this intertangled spider web of the Marvel Cinematic Universe tangled, right? To keep the intertangled web tangled, they could do so much more. And like, I was just thinking, like, imagine what could happen in the MCU if Disney Plus existed like five years earlier, right? All of these shows are fully Disney. You have these characters. They can interact. They can cross over in their own shows. They can make a mention in the movies, right? They can maybe even appear in the movies, right? And they can just cross-pollinate. And it could be something really great. Or it could have been a disaster, right? You never know, right? There might be a reason behind why they did it, the way that they did it. And I'm just not enough of a TV executive producer to understand, which is fair, right? That's fair. If I'm wrong about anything, fine. But I do think it's fun to think about. And I haven't thought about it for that long, right? Like I'm catching up on WandaVision and I haven't watched every single episode of every Marvel TV show. 
But when it comes to that, right, just imagine what an MCU could be with Disney Plus, like, just a little bit older. Because they're already working on it here with these MCU shows, right? And I'm sure Disney Plus could eventually, if they don't have the licensing permission already, they can get all of their shows that were on Netflix or whatever onto Disney Plus. But... I just think that that it's an interesting idea to see how the shows and the movies would change based on a more full commitment to Disney. Another thing I was thinking is that since the people that were in um the movies, right, are now getting shows, they must have signed some type of contract. But if you're like a guy like Robert Downey Jr., who to my knowledge is not making an appearance on any show, right? The people that are getting their own shows are like more secondary Avengers, right? Maybe not secondary in terms of power, but secondary in terms of main character, right? Um, those are the ones that are getting their own shows. Like, does Robert Downey Jr., who plays Iron Man, do you think that that guy would be like too good for a TV style show? Even though Disney Plus is not TV, it's not TV in that way, right? Do you think a guy like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, um, Scarlett Johansson, those people, right? Those people are probably like, fuck no, I'm not doing TV. But those other actors or secondary characters, right? They're probably like, yeah, sign me up for this TV contract, right? I wasn't the main character in this movie. Let's do it. Let's go to work. Let's continue to keep our nose on the grindstone, right? Because I have to feel like there has to be some contract situation to do a movie, multiple movies, which I assume is a lot of work, draining work, and then go into a TV show about similar material to what your movie is about, right? I imagine that's physically exhausting, right? And maybe I'm not. Maybe it's physically and mentally exhausting. Maybe it's just mentally. Maybe acting is the easiest job ever to exist in the world. Totally possible, right? But when it comes to that, I just, I just think it's an interesting way to go about it, right? Um, but other than that, other than the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which you probably can listen to other nerds talk about it more than me. Um, I wanted to talk about Texas. Shout out to Texas. What up, Texas? Because if you don't know, Texas had a bit of a, of a tizzy last week um, with snow. And Texas doesn't usually get snow. Um, and one thing I want to say um, to the Californians and people making fun of Texas right, in this situation is that's not cool, right? Like, these people are in a tragedy. And I think it's getting better now. And I know AOC has raised millions of dollars. But these people are in a tragedy making fun of Texas in a tragedy is not cool because I live in California, right? I am a lifelong Californian. My dad was born in California. My mom has spent most of her life in California, right? I'm a, a California person, right? And I have never seen snow fall from the sky in my goddamn stupid life. I've never seen it. If a snowstorm came to where I live, like unannounced, I'd be in the same boat because 
I don't understand snow. Like, I've only seen snow on the ground. I've never seen snow fall from the sky. I'm not even sure if snow is actually real. I don't understand. I've never seen it. All I have is people's accounts of snow. I've seen depictions of snow coming down from the sky. I have no reason to believe that snow comes down from the sky. And my dumbass, who just said that dumbass shit, is going to be in a snowstorm. Do you think I'm going to do well? I'm going to survive, right? I'll make sure I survive. But am I going to do well? Absolutely not. Right? So on the top of like making fun of Texans in a situation where people are actually dying, right? Um, I just think that if you're in California or a place where it doesn't snow, right? Think about how you would uh, react to the snow, right? Think about how you would do that because... I don't think you would do very well, right? And this this fucking ice storm, like most of the United States got hit with this ice storm. And then California and I believe Florida were just like kind of warm, whatever, right? Which, you know, is not fair, right? But um, I was thinking about, you know, climate change and all of that and how people deny climate change and all that. How do you how do you continue to deny climate change? Because while I am not a common climate change can denier, I can understand how someone could hear that the world's climate is changing and think that that's preposterous. Think that it's ridiculous. Like, oh, the entire world is changing because of a few degrees of temperature? I can understand someone hearing that and thinking that is not logical. But I think when the majority of America gets hit with like a freeze storm and so much so that there are people that have absolutely no way to deal with it. I think climate might be changing, right? And then people are also going to say, oh, this is why California is better than Texas or whatever. And personally, I'm a Californian. Of course, I think California is better than Texas, right? But when it comes to people and moving to Texas, people are moving to Texas at an incredible rate, including people of my own family. And I've been to Texas, Right. I went to Texas a few years ago. I went to Dallas. And you know what I had in Texas? A good time. I had a good time in fucking Texas, right? So people shitting on Texas and all of that, you know, may cut them a break. Texas is not a bad place necessary. There are bad things that happen in Texas, but there are bad things that happen Everywhere. There's bad things that happen in our so-called utopia, California, right? So, yeah, that's, it's whatever. But also people are making fun of Texas because it's like a Republican state. And it's like, oh, you're a Republican. This is what Republicans do. And to me, right, the Republicans and how Texas got in this situation seems to be stemming from Republican leadership because as long as I've been alive, Texas largely has been under Republican leadership, and I am nowhere close to a Republican, right? But I think if anything, 
what we saw in the 2020 election, right? Not just with Texas, but with other states like Georgia, for example, right? Is that just because a state is a red state does not mean that everyone in that state is Republican, right? And there are lots of different values there, right? And those people don't deserve to freeze to death. And Republicans don't deserve to freeze to death either, right? Like, I'm not saying just because you're a Republican, I have to freeze you to death. No, that's not what I'm saying. But when it comes to that, like making fun of a red state because it's red, right? And saying that's why bad things are happening to you. And again, I don't agree with Republican politics. So I think a lot of what Republicans are doing is bad, right? And again, Texas Republican rule, maybe they would have been better prepared if someone else was in line, but I cannot predict the future or change the past. So we we have to deal with it, right? But when it when it comes to like that sort of Republican Democrat thing, what that says to me is that the Democrats and the people on the left, right, are just being a little too snooty, just a wee bit too snooty because you think that you're superior, right? And I think there's a little bit of classism involved here because I'm willing to bet, I'm not, I haven't looked this up, but I'm willing to bet that the people in the worst conditions are poor people, right? People who don't have the same money to leave, right? Or don't have the same money to fortify their house or all that stuff, right? Um, and that, that's something that, that rubs me the wrong way. Now, I will say that Texas, there are some things that California has up on you, right? Like I, and again, I prefer California, right? California, the In-N-Out and Whataburger debate, as a California, I can say Whataburger, mid-tier burger, right? Regular burger. Not bad, but not amazing, right? In-N-Out, I think it's better than that, right? I'm, I might be biased, but I think that In-N-Out is better than that, right? California, we we are a li- we're chill in the same way, right? But what California has that I think that Texas necessarily doesn't have, right? Is that our our natural disasters really like we're in like water situations always, right? We're in water situations. But when it comes to the natural disasters, and some people from Texas have hit back on the water and the earthquake and all that, is that our natural disasters in California don't affect us in the same way, right? So the risk factor that people say with California in earthquakes right? And of course, there's fires, but the fires are a relatively new thing. Like the fires that we've had recently, that's like a new phenomenon. Fires were not a big problem when I was coming up, right? And I think also that's a signal of climate change, but fires can also be man-made, you know? But an earthquake, right? I am not scared of an earthquake absolutely at all. Not scared of any type of earthquake. Should I be Maybe, right? Should I be scared of an earthquake? You can say, maybe I'm scared of an earthquake. But here's the thing about earthquakes. Most earthquakes are not that bad. Most earthquakes are a little shake. It surprises you. 
and then you move because the earthquake didn't do anything, right? It's very rare for an earthquake to do significant damage, right? I can think of one earthquake, right? It was a well, they called it the Napa earthquake, but it was really American Canyon. Um, that one earthquake that like actually significantly shook the house I was living in and actually significantly caused damages elsewhere in the area, like in grocery stores and stuff, right? But that's only one. I'm 26. I've lived in Northern and Southern California. Only one earthquake has ever in my lifetime I wasn't alive in 1989. I was not alive then. But only one earthquake has um, really shaken the plot. And even then, that wasn't like a deadly earthquake. Um, the Napa earthquake was not a deadly earthquake. 1989, I'm not talking about that. But the Napa earthquake that happened in like, I don't know, 2016, 17, 18, maybe? Time doesn't exist. Maybe it was even 15. I don't know. Um... Like, that was the only one that I felt damaged to, right? So, like, Californians, right, there is, like, a benefit there if you don't want, like, extreme weather. And if your only natural disaster that you really have to worry about, other than fire, which, again, is a new occurrence, um, is earthquake. Like, I can, I can see that, right? But I've been to Texas. I've liked my time in Texas. Of course, I've never lived there. Maybe living there is a couple, is a different thing, but Texas is nice in a lot of ways, right? There's a big feeling about Texas, like how they say everything is bigger in Texas, that I do think is true, right? I think one thing about Texas, and my Californian people, right, are guilty of this, right, is that thinking that you cannot go to Texas because everyone is racist, right? And I think as a black person, me, with family, like black family in Texas, right? It's like, oh, I've seen people like, oh, Texas is bad for black people. Like, I can't go there, right? Or Texas is bad for, like, minorities. I can't go there, right? And this is different if you're talking about undocumented immigrants because, as far to my knowledge, this law is still in place. There is, like, a really terrible law about documenting or, I'm sorry, deporting undocumented immigrants. Don't fuck with that at all from Texas. But... Like, Texas is bad for minorities or Texas is bad for black people, right? And to me, it's like, there are black people there. There are minorities there. There's lots of Latinx people in in Texas. There's lots of Asian people in Texas, right? There's lots of people in Texas, right? And I feel like a lot of times when they're dismissing Texas as being, like, bad for black people bad for ethnic minorities they're just sort of washing over the fact that so many black people live there so many latinx and asian people live in texas like currently right now right and i'm sure that they have their own struggles and experiences but these people are already in texas right and i feel like it's sort of, it can come off as insulting if it's like, I can't even go there because they don't treat these people right. Which again, like America is racist. We live in a racist society in a lot of ways, right? So that stuff we need to combat at lots of levels, not just sexist, but nationally, globally, right? But I don't know, it just feels like 
these people are already living there and you're too chicken to come there, right? That's sort of what it seems now. And again, it's different if you are an, an undocumented immigrant in Texas because the law that says that they can look at you and ask if you're like undocumented and deport you, fucked up. Absolutely not. Do not fuck with that at all. Get rid of it, right? And then guys like the governor, right? And there's like some like weird governors in Texas that have been saying some like off the pocket shit or out of pocket shit. I mean, off the pocket. That's not something I've ever, ever said before, but whatever, right? There are are issues in Texas, right? But to ignore the people living there or to dismiss Texas as if these people are not living there is wrong in my opinion right and again like texas is popping like the big cities in texas is popping right the expansion like just seeing like how texans live right is like and like being in that environment i i fuck with it right um again there are trump supporters in texas but there's trump supporters everywhere in america right so what what are you gonna do you you can't escape them in that way right um but yeah, I think I think Texas is cool and the houses are basically free. I forgot about that. Right? Definitely got California beat on the housing market. Right? I can buy a fucking four bedroom house for $2 in Texas, right? Jesus. But um one thing that's interesting in Texas, and I was listening to a, another podcast about this, is like Texas, the Lone Star State, like Texas has built a lot on like individuality in a way like a lot of the texas culture a lot of the texas ethos is like get it on your own type of mentality right which leads to things like having their own grid which if you remember they did try to secede from the union also like they were like their own country thing um they also did that but this theory of like texas exceptionalism texas individuality I think that individualism in America, I feel like can get kind of weird. And I think that individualism that America promotes can lead to problems. I think part of that has to do with is responsible for the response to the coronavirus in this country. But I think that Texas, right, is like individual in a way beyond that. Because if you're like a native Texan, whatever, right? You're coming up in a state that did secede from the Union, a state that calls itself the Lone Star State, a state that has its own energy grid, a state that gives you space to work on and develop and prosper and reach the quote-unquote American dream, right? That's something that is strange about Texas to me, right? Is like all of that individualistic thinking right and i feel like i'm becoming especially during this pandemic less and less like hyper individualistic i do think like back in the day right i thought a lot more individualistic is like yo like pull yourself up like get your own like do stuff like that and now i realize that that's not the only way to live right like doing this individual thing is not the only way to live like people are more collective or these things exist on sort of a sliding scale right but um yeah i used to be a lot more individualistic than i am now but i think that a lot of that individual get it your own mindset resides in texas still um yeah but one last thing that we have to talk about ted cruz 
Ted Cruz, famously not from Texas, famously from Canada, born in Canada, how he ran for president, I still don't know. But Ted Cruz, senator representing Texas now, right, abandoned Texas, went to Cancun, right? And I know that people already have talked about this, but going to Cancun, one, in a pandemic, two, when Texas is in dire need of trouble, right? It shows me two things. One, Ted Cruz doesn't have the backbone that Republicans boast about, right? Because Ted Cruz, like he, like he got caught, he turned the plane around, went back to America and tried to make things work, right? And he admitted his mistake. And to be fair, he should have admitted his mistake. But the thing about Ted Cruz is that Ted Cruz folds so easy. Ted Cruz is origami at this point, right? For like Republicans who claim to be like tougher than Democrats and hard-nosed in a lot of ways, Ted Cruz, one of the most powerful Republicans, right? He sort of slips into the spineless form. Like he conformed for Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump dissed the ever-living daylights out of him, right? People cyber bully Ted Cruz comes on back. Like honestly, and I'm not from Texas, but if you're gonna go to Cancun, right, do I even want you back? Like you abandoned us in our time of need. You were going on fucking vacation during a crisis, which seems wrong, right? So if I'm a Texan, do I even want him back? Even if I'm a Republican, do I even want him back after he left like that? And another thing is that there are some very helpful Texans out there. I learned of a man named Mattress Mac, which is um a popular bed dealer in Texas, Houston area, right? And he's opening his doors and a lot of people are opening those doors like just because they're like love thy neighbor like community or whatever right but there are some reliable people in texas that are not your politicians right you know they're not your politicians the fucking mattress store owner right like the guy who's like an anchor in the community like the businessman in whatever texas community that's more important than a politician at least right now right it seems like those people have a lot of influence based on what I know from Texas. And I might be talking out of my derriere, right? But those people are so powerful. That's why, like Joel Osteen, for example, right? When he got in trouble for not opening his doors, when again, there was another like tragic thing happening in Texas, right? Joel Osteen made it hot. One, because it was like the morally wrong thing to do to not open his church doors to people, right? But also is that Joel Osteen is like uh he was you're expected to do this it almost sounds like like you're this guy you're a community member you're like a holy person do this right we hold you to a higher standard right and this person Matrick Mac Mattress Mac right did what Joel Osteen was supposed to do right was like based on what I saw on the tweets right just like solidly in this community people love this guy mattress mac more so than probably any politician if they can name them right so that was that was something that was interesting to me about this whole pen not pandemic this whole 
fucking bomb cyclone that happened in America, right? It does make me concerned about the pandemic because if we're supposed to say six feet apart, which I don't even think people are doing anymore, but I don't leave my house. Um, it's hard to say six feet apart when you don't have shelter and you need to be warm, right? Or you don't have water, so you can't make the hot water, right? And that's cuddle mode. And this six feet apart might go out the window, just a thought, which is bad because I don't want any more viruses, right? I want everything to be okay. But sometimes in order for things to be okay, we got to talk it out a little bit. Um, But that's where I'm going to close it off here. Um, Just got to preserve the voice for the real job. But yeah, fun night tonight. I will see you next time. And by next time, it's probably going to be less than a week from now. All right. Love you. Dot com.